Welcome everyone, pour yourself a drink, sit back, relax, while I slide in your DMs, and enjoy the The Whiskey Whiskey Boys Boys Podcast. I know what you're thinking. I know. I know what you're thinking. Hey, why does this sound a little different? Why? Where's Calvin? Where's Nez? Where's the Whiskey Boys? They busy and they forgot about me. Not just playing. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Whiskey Boys podcast. It is a solo version today. I'm on this beautiful, I'm recording this on a Friday, so I'm trying to post this up. Uh, You guys are going to probably get it tomorrow or maybe even today, however I'm feeling. But Calvin is in, Valley's in Seattle with his fam, celebrating his mother's birthday. Happy birthday to Mrs. Romero. She cooked some bomb-ass rice. She's a good-ass, great-ass woman. Um... And yeah, she, you know, you know, happy birthday, birthday to her. Uh, happy Mother's Day to everyone who is, who is a mother, to all the young mothers, to all the lovely mothers. Happy Mother's Day to them. Um, I would say Happy Mother's Day to my mother, but she's gonna be leaving this weekend. Uh, this weekend is Mother's Day coming up, so she's gonna be leaving this weekend. But um, try to do something. I'm recording this in my room, so if you hear some shit outside, it's because cars are passing by. Well, at least, you know, the loud ones are. But yeah, Callie's in Seattle. Ness had plans. Uh, everybody forgot about me, so, you know, not just playing. <laughs> I wasn't going to go to Seattle with Cal. That's a, that's a family thing like that, you know? I know everybody thinks when me and Cal, like, everybody thinks because me and Calvin hang out so much, like, that's my brother right there. You know, that's my boy right there. I don't, I don't give a damn anything else. That's, that's my brother. Him, him and Connor, uh, you guys don't know, nobody knows who Connor is, but Connor was my first friend ever. And, um, he, you know, when I moved to, I moved to a new street, I was like four or five years old. I had no friends or anything. And he was the first friend that I had on that street and I love him to death. And of course I had other friends come through, you know, like in kindergarten, I had Zach, I had Ricky Gilbert, uh, JP, even Dre was in there. Um, and then throughout elementary school, you know, I had other friends. I met Calvin and his brother and his sister, Chris and Paulina in that, in there. I uh, met Steven throughout there, through through there. I met uh, Sergio Omatic, who you know, who you guys know as another whiskey boy. Uh, I met, uh, oh, I'm missing some people. I know I'm missing some people. <laughs> um, I met most of my friends. Plum, I see. Look at, I almost miss, I almost, I almost fucked up on Plum. <laughs> uh shout out to plum who had his kid too uh, i know we did, i think he did that last week but i want to say it again you know shout out to little tiago um it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be dope to be able to uh, see him in a couple of weeks i'm getting my vaccine shots i'm nervous about that but i'm doing it you know for i'm doing it for that and also i was never in a rush to get the vaccine shot you know, I, I it wasn't i wasn't it wasn't so much conspiracy theorists or anything like that it's just growing up um my parents taught me really be careful what you take you get from you know if somebody's trying to offer you this shot or that shot yes I, I was vaccinated as a kid that's why i was able to go to school and everything but i never really trusted the government that's you know i still kind of don't trust the government because it's the government and shit but it's not a government conspiracy it's just 
I, I was never in a rush to get the vaccine or anything. I was going to get it eventually. I just didn't know when. And the side effects did kind of make me nervous. I mean, thank I I have been fortunate with um, some good blood, you know, and that um, O positive baby <laughs> that I nothing has happened to me. So I'm going to get the vaccine shot uh, next week and I should be I should get the second one hopefully soon. But yeah, um, you guys got me today, though, and it's going to be different. I'm going to try to make it not like some of the other solo videos I've done where it sounds kind of somber, a little sad, almost a little depressing. I'm going to try to liven it up a little bit. I got some topics I want to talk about. Some I might bring up, bring back up next week when I got Calvin and, and Nez with us. But, you know, we here um, and we're, you know, we're going to be drinking some wild turkey. Uh, it's already almost gone, but, you know, that's what that's what I got right now. So hear that see if you hear the pour right now oh yeah i got some truly so we're gonna vibe out we're gonna talk uh but yeah you know we're just gonna talk we're just gonna have a conversation you know let you guys know how's everything you know how's how's benny doing benny's doing good um uh oh shit that's what i knew it zach <laughs> zach how am i going oh no i didn't say zach i did say zach i almost forgot about me i know i'm missing some other people i know i am and i'm sorry if i'm missing you um you know if i'm if i if it's if my if your name's not coming to my mind sorry about that uh i still got love for you just know it, it's probably my mind is just it, it just went over my head and i'm sorry but still got love for you um, but yeah, the vaccine, if you haven't gotten it, go ahead and get it. Everybody keeps asking me, have I gotten it yet? You know, most of my friends have got it. I had to talk to the doctor, Dr. Luis. Uh, he's not a doctor yet. I just like, we just like to call him that. Uh, some people call him Dr. Dipshit just because I don't know why, but, <laughs> but yeah, I have, you know, I have, I have, uh, it just, it, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, just haven't, tr it, the government really hasn't shown me why I should trust them so much with the vaccine. Now, look, there's been some good things about the vaccine and of course some bad things, you know, the side effects, like I said, they get me nervous a little bit because I'm like, I'm not trying to miss work because of this, because of the vaccine. I can't even afford to miss work. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just was skeptical, you know, it had nothing to do with conspiracies, even though I love, I love conspiracy talk because it does get you thinking, you know, it, uh, it does make you think, what else what, what's going on in the world because some conspiracy theories i do think are true because this life that we have this world that we live in there's so many different things that has happened there's so much in the history as much as it is rich history it's a very dark and bloody and secretive history history thing history as well so you know i just just wasn't in a rush to get the vaccine but um, you know, doing something, doing something in a couple of weeks that, that requires me to do, get the vaccine. And it, I, it, it seems like the way things are going with life as life is proceeding to get a little bit better out here in, in California. If you want to do something, I'm going to, you're going to have to get the vaccine. So like I said, I wasn't in a rush to get, it. I was going to get it. I just wasn't in a rush, but you know, circumstances changed. You know, I want to, I want to be able to enjoy a weekend with some friends and be able to drink and have a good vibe, catch a good vibe out in Palm Springs, and hopefully, every well, the Quinta, and hopefully it'll be a good, good vibe and other things, you know. Um, but yeah, so if y'all don't know, Floyd May Mayweather, 
and Logan Paul got had their press conference on Thursday, I believe. And I think, yeah, it was Thursday. And that shit got intense. <laughs> that no Wednesday, Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, that I think it was Wednesday. What well, it was? It was this week, but that mess was funny. Uh, Logan came with the jokes. Uh, Floyd was his usual himself. It, it was it was great. You know, this is a great entertainment fight when you think about it. And look, I don't know. I'm I I love I love Floyd. Don't get me wrong. And Floyd's a great the great one of the greatest, if not the greatest boxer alive right now. You know, uh, but I don't know. I just look at looking at the size difference, knowing that Logan is not so much eager, but he's more, he's more, he's more willing to fight to go after him, to go after Floyd. It's just something that I'm like, I'm looking forward to, man. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to. I'm trying to see. I I don't know. You know, I I want to place a bet. And if I bet, I feel like I'm gonna bet on Logan because I just think, you know, I, I put I put some money on Logan and I'd probably put some money on Floyd. But I got a feeling, I got a feeling Logan's gonna is gonna win. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna win by knockout, but but if he doesn't win, if Logan does win, I think Logan does hit May does hit Floyd, like he gets him, and I mean he hits him good though. I really really do, and. I, you know that press conference was crazy. It was fun, and then after it, Jake Paul, of course, was there supporting his brother, and Jake Paul, they came face to face. Jake Paul took his hat, and I guess his entourage got up, got up, got up on him and everything. I guess I, I he got apparently he got hit. But what was so great about this, the the great thing about this, throughout the whole press conference, Jake Paul was was antagonizing Floyd's whole entourage. Which is just hilarious. He was <laughs> wild turkey. Oh, she bites a little bit, but he was he was antagonizing, making fun of the, some of the guards a little bit, and then he takes the little Floyd's hat. Floyd gets pissed off. Floyd, I tell you, dude, that haircut, I I ban. <laughs> Floyd just Floyd should have just stayed bald. Honestly, he I think he should have just stayed bald, man. It, I know you. I, I get it. You know, because I've had the same kind of hair Floyd had. And, you know, you got to brush it, but dude, that hair did not look right. It, it did not look right. But they, you know, he takes his hat. He gets chased down by his aunt, by by the entourage, by his entourage. I guess Jake got hit. And uh, after that, after he got his hat back, or I don't even know, if Floyd did get his hat back or anything. They separated him. Floyd was pissed. He was, he was, he was mad. I, I, I get why you're mad at that hat, and, and I, I get why you're mad because nobody really touches Floyd like that. Or nobody really, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a little childish, but it's also that's how that's who Jake Paul is. He, he loves, he loves that kind. He loves, like he said, he said before in multiple interviews. He loves being the villain, and that boy, he plays that villain card very well. I, and man, he was, I, whew, man, uh, that was fun. That was fun though. And then he comes out with a gotcha hat, with a hat that says "gotcha" on it, and it, I, I, I don't know if it's sold out, but it, I think it's, it is making, it is selling like crazy, and it's just a quick, a quick, it's a quick cash grab, but it's also like. This dude's got some balls, man. And I like I I I've said it before. I didn't like the kid in, really in the beginning. I thought he was just like you know a nuisance. I thought he was like 
ridiculous, but I, I'm, I'm starting to love this kid more and more because he is, you know, it, it is. It's like when you were a kid, you never really, you know, you didn't like the Joker. You know, you thought he was all right, but then when you got older, you're like, I kind of get the Joker. <laughs> I, I fucks with the Joker a lot. I like the Joker. I love the Joker. I, you know, he's just ridiculous you know <laughs> and, and jake paul man he got a tattoo that said gotcha hat this is something that i know this is something that jake paul could tell his his kids his grandkids whatever any of his any family any he could tell he could tell later on in life they're like what, what's going on what's up with the, what's up with the gotcha cap the gotcha cap uh tattoo he could just tell his kids i took this hat off of the quote-unquote best boxer in the world and they didn't do anything because of his haircut <laughs> so that's wild that is wild that that was something else right there when that happened but the fight's gonna be interesting june 6th i believe um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be entertaining you know why not you know why not it's this is where we're at you know this is where we're at and I don't think they're. I don't think the Paul brothers are dismantling or destroying boxing. It's bringing more attention to it, and it it does. It helps us as people who who do love boxing and who follow it. I don't really follow boxing as much anymore, uh, but to be able to see uh, these guys, especially Jake Paul, really just bring things down, bring the house down when he enters the building. And now he's banned from from the, from the stadium. He can't go see his brothers fight just because of it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he found his way in, though. I really, really wouldn't. So that, but yeah, I, I think it's good. I, I love it. It's entertainment. Boxing should be like this. Anything should be like this. It's, you know, makes a rivalry. That, that's what makes a rivalry, rivalry, a rivalry. You know, I can't talk. I can't. I can't say some words right now. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I just heard this. I don't know how true this is, but the Olympics banned all protests, all um, types of protests. You can't kneel. They can't raise a fist. You can't show support for anything. You can't. You can't do all these things. And it's like a slap in the face to freedom. In my opinion, you know, you you have these athletes come across the world and all these different things and. Most of them trained all their lives for this moment, and they, you know, some of them come from real dark places, real tough backgrounds and beginnings, and some come from good, you know, good spots and everything, but they all come to, for, I think, two months or something like that, I don't know, how, I forgot how long the Olympics is, but they all come to this one location to put on a good show to also but also to bring awareness to their country and in, in, in a way you know because there's so many people who come from little tiny little tiny co countries or continents that i never even heard of and i'm like wow what the hell and they t you know you'll hear the story about this or you can even read up about where they're from and some of them are good some of them are are bad some of them are terrible some of them are dope to know but to know that the olympics was has just said no, nah, we, we don't want you. We don't want you to have. If you have something to say, shut up and just shut up and perform. That's what it's basically they're saying. They are basically saying, shut up and perform. And it sucks because there's so many people who stand behind Black Lives Matter movements, um, freedom, 
um, the woke shit, which I, you know, I hate saying woke, but, but they want to bring awareness to not, not just black lives matter, but other, uh, things, other things that are, you know, systemic racism in their countries, um, problems that are going on in their, in their lives and in their countries. And black lives matter is just like one of the biggest things that, you know, one of the bigger, uh, not promotions, but the bigger, I wouldn't even say brand, one of the bigger, one of the bigger issues that might get more vocal, big, that might be more vocal, vocalized, but for them to just say, to, to not have any show of like protest or like show any of it, it, I think it's a slap in the face of freedom because it's like, you have these athletes come through and these people feel this way. And especially after the year that we've had, you want to you want to you want to shut it down like you you want to shut it down like it never happened. You want to sh- shut it down like George Floyd didn't happen, like Breonna Taylor's mur- murders didn't happen, like all these didn't these all these different things didn't happen. The election, all these different things, the hate. You want to pretend it didn't happen when really it did. And I think it just it's it's sad. I think it's sad because it's not fair to athletes when they put they do so much for us and they're such an inspiration to us and i and we shouldn't just depend on the athlete but when they put themselves on the forefront of a battle and and you know so to speak they have their voices are heard stronger than a lot of other people's voices and their voices help other people's voices get heard so when you say you can't you know you can't protest or or you know show support for anything you can't wear this or that it's it, it, I, I think it's just hurt it just hurts it hurts um it hurts what you represent as a sport as a collective of sports it hurts what you i feel like it just hurts it, it, it hurts the world you know, as you're trying to get better, why not the Olympics? You know, it's the summer. Many people watch the Olympics. Why not show it right there where they should? I don't know why all of a sudden they didn't, They, you know, they, they're doing this. They didn't do it four years ago. <laughs> you know, they didn't do it four years ago when the, the last time we had Olympics. They haven't done it since. You know, they haven't, they haven't done anything or said anything. So all of a sudden, I think because the movement has gotten so strong, they're like, they're going to shut it down. So... I don't know. I don't know how's it going to go. I, I think it sucks. I think it's sad. But hopefully, hopefully it's not true. Uh, if it is, maybe I'm, maybe the maybe the athletes might have a say in that. You know, I know not all of them will because it's different countries and different problems and, you know, all that chat, all that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, like a lot of people do. I think about it, you know, I think think about it a lot of times. I'm like, what is some advice I would give to my younger self? And, you know, my younger self, I, I didn't really take shit seriously until probably, probably when I got into eighth grade, I took things a little more seriously. I was, you know, I wasn't like a troublemaker, but, you know, I was just, I, I was a, if a, if a teacher, you know, some teachers would, would describe me, they would, they would say I was kind of, I was, a, I was a distraction sometimes, sometimes, or I could get distracted really easily just because I'd be done with my work or uh, I'd get done with my work early or I just, you know, I just, I just got lackadaisical, I get lackadaisical sometimes and I just say, fuck it. <laughs> so, you know, and, I, and it wasn't like a big disruption. I wasn't like a disruptor in class. I wasn't any of that. I just... You know, if I, 
if I did, if I did, was if I was a distract, if I was becoming a distraction, it'd be a big, dist- big distraction in a way. But I didn't. But when I got into high school, I was fucking up real bad. Um, you know, my grades were slipping freshman and sophomore year, and I turned it around when I got to my junior year, and that and that was and that's when it, it was really good. But advice I would tell my younger self. You know, twenties and everything. I went to college, didn't graduate, um, and since then, just trying to climb and get better. And you know, I'm, I'm. It feels like I'm getting better, and then I'm not. I, you know, I'm getting torn in between what I want to do with the rest of my life. I'm, I'm on shaky grounds with some things. Well, I shouldn't be saying that, but it's just you know, I'm getting frustrated with certain things because I should be in a different position in life but things are just you know certain it's just annoying let's just put it that way it's just annoying to say the least but i'm i'm still glad to be alive i'm still blessed i'm still happy that i that i'm able to wake up and laugh and be able to smell and feel and that i have somewhat of freedom to do things (laughs) but some advice i would give my younger self is do it, you know. I tell myself to do it. I I always second guess myself, and uh, overthinking isn't as bad as what people may say. Uh, may 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 see may say uh, well, may seem it to be. If uh, am I talking right? <laughs> overthinking isn't as bad as what people make it out to be. There we go. Uh, at least in my opinion, like overthinking does it does suck, but it's not as bad as people may will we'll say. Um, but I would say just do it, you know. I would say go with your gut and do it to my younger self because there was a lot of opportunities that I did miss where maybe if I had just said fuck it and trusted myself that it would have been, it would, it, the, it, the decision would have paid off later in life. And I just, I don't know, i just always been hesitant um, and I... I can only blame my parents for so much. <laughs> um, no display, but I am. Um, I was. I could. I. I could. I. I. I was just really hesitant on a lot of decisions, and I was afraid. And I would, you know, I could. I tell myself, "Don't be afraid. You, you, you got this." And I tell myself that because I do. I do. I'm. I know what I am. <laughs> you know, especially with everything that happened last year, I learned a lot. A lot about myself and last year in the last couple of years I learned more and more about myself and what I bring to everything and I'm okay with I'm okay with where I'm with with that and to be better than that you know I, I am because I have to be you know one thing I was telling myself uh, was don't go backwards <laughs> I can't go backwards. If I go backwards, then I'm not I'm not moving forward in life. I'm just looking for the best opportunity, and I'm just I'm looking for an excuse. I'm looking for something comfortable, and I'm not trying to go backwards and go comfortable. I know I, you know, when last year when the pandemic hit, I lost my job, and I was out of a job for about two months, and I'm trying just scavenging, hoping that something will work out, and then. You know, we got that stimulus check, and that didn't that didn't even help out a lot. And I'm just worried. And then I got a job. You know, I finally got a job after two months, and 
I was working that job and I, I, I was so grateful at that job. I was so grateful with just doing something different than what I was doing for about five years. You know, don't get me wrong. I loved food. I loved working in the kitchen. I loved my coworkers. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't like like anybody, you know, you don't love the work, but you know, you deal with it, but I love the people that I had. And, you know, after I left, after I got laid off, I just, I took, after that, I told myself, I can't go backwards. You know, even if they did open back up, you know, when they, when they did open back up, they called me and said, if I wanted to come back and I, you know, I was so happy that I told them, no, I was, I was, I was so happy. I mean, and it wasn't disrespectful. It wasn't like, you know, fuck y'all. It was just like, no, I won't be able to come back. I, I found something else to be able to say that to a job that you, that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people work jobs like that, where you just think this is not it, but I'm going to be here for a bit. And I didn't want to be there for a bit. It felt good to say that. So after that, I got, you know, I got, I got, I got that. I had a new job and, you know, I worked there for a good couple months, but then I got let go. And, you know, it was, that one was my fault. I, you know, I really fucked up with that one. And then I got a new one right now. I'm fortunate with this one, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm not, I'm doing, I'm just reminding myself to not go backwards to, you know, when it comes to work, when it comes to anything, going backwards doesn't help with anything. So I tell my younger, I tell my younger self, do it. And don't be afraid, you know, do it. I I would, I tell myself, I tell myself that in my twenties, you know, I tell my, I wouldn't tell myself that in elementary school, high school, middle school, because in middle school and high school, you don't, you know, you're young (laughs) and you're young, you're young when you get out in your twenties and shit, but you have a little bit more, you have more responsibility after when you get out of high school, cause you're not, you're not on grounds. You're not behind a gate. You are in life. <laughs> you got to maneuver what, you know, you got to maneuver your way. You got to, you got to find a way how to, not so much finesse, but you just got to find a way to go through life and you're going to make your mistakes, but we learn from them. And even when you, when you're able to capitalize on your mistakes and just make and, and create better and create a better opportunity between them, sky's the limit, man. <laughs> So yeah, I told my younger son. I told, ooh, shit, I told my younger son, uh, do it. Um, I, I was I, I was kind of wondering this, if I fly a woman out for sex or to to meet up or anything like that. I don't know. It's more than likely it's gonna be sex. Isn't that considered prostitution? You know, isn't it considered prostitution? You know, I'm I'm flying her out. Maybe it's not pro- considered prostitution because I'm not paying her. I'm just paying for a flight. But if she's out here and I'm paying for her shit though, and we get I mean sex out of it, is that not prostitution? And I'm only saying this because nowadays the this is the new wave of flying females out. Before before it was just if you were a baller, if you were if you had money, if you were a sports athlete, something like that. You know, if you had that high status, you would just fly them out. Now motherfuckers are just flying females out with their paychecks and, <laughs> and spending most of them and most of the, most of that on them when you think about it. So I, that's what I'm trying to. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know if I'll get to that point. I don't even know how that if that would work for me because I'm a gullible person here and there. And so if I told a girl I'm gonna fly her out, I, you see, you just. It, 
you know, I'm not open. I, I just, I mean, I'm not open to something like that. Maybe I could get open to something like that, but I, I would just wonder if this is considered prostitution. I think it's wild. Uh, to be all, you know, it's one thing for sports athletes or even people with big, you know, millionaires, entrepreneurs, whatever, to you know, throw to fly females out or fly even males out, you know, fly fly a booty call out for a weekend or a couple of days throughout the week just to you know have a round or something. But you got, I just, it's, I feel like you you got to be real careful. I think you just you got to be real careful who is flying you, where they're flying you, and make sure you tell somebody who is flying you, <laughs> where you're going, and everything. Because if you don't, some shit's gonna go down, and then they're gonna be like, "What happened?" Someone's gonna ask, "What happened?" Like, they said they were going to this. I don't know where they at. I haven't seen them. They haven't returned the calls. So I just make sure it's good communication. Cause there's some creeps out here, man. There's some creeps out here. <laughs> And it's scary as hell. Uh, I want to talk about friendships real quick. Um, I wanted to touch on that just because friendships are what... I've talk, I've talk, I think I've talked about friendships before, but friendships are the... You need friendships. And you. I think last, if last year didn't teach you that you needed friendships more than anything... I don't know what will I don't know what will what will help you in later in life. You need friendships. You need to be friends with people no matter like no, no matter, but you need to be friends with people. You need to learn to be friends with people. I think friendships and building bonds really helps. You know, if you don't bond with a person, then hey, kick rocks or, you know, maybe you might find something else in common. But if you don't bond like it, when I say friendship when I say building a friendship, I mean just just think about be kind. Let's put it that way. It starts with being kind, I think, with the to the people. Um yes there's weird people. Yes there's weird shit. <laughs> yes, some motherfuckers are ridiculous and everything, but friendships are they're really great you know um you know when the when when everything happened last year we we still hung out but we didn't have Luis and Luis wouldn't come out just because of the pandemic and anything you know he 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 he's more he's he was a little i think he's a little more susceptible to the um the COVID, the COVID, to COVID and everything, and he just, you know, he didn't really trust, he, he, knowing him, he probably didn't, he doesn't really trust people a little bit, uh, you know, they say stay inside, he's gonna stay, stay inside until it's all good, and so, we didn't see Luis for, we haven't, at least me and, me and Calvin, we, I, I, we haven't seen Luis for a year, and it sucks, because, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a core part of the group, you know, it's that the four, the four, the four of us started this podcast, you know, me, me, Luis, Cal and Nomadic. And, you know, when he, when he was, when he, when he left, we, the podcast got to stop. We, we stopped doing it for a bit. And also we didn't see him and it was just like the energy was off a little bit, you know, we, he wouldn't even come by to chill when we were at the embassy or anything like that. Uh, so, and it sucked cause you know, I, I, you know, we love the kid and everything, but 
we still kept in touch here and you know here and there. It's not like he he moved away. He did and he did eventually move, and we, me and Calvin didn't. Me and Calvin didn't know about it, but you know I'm hoping to see that boy soon. But that friend, but that made me appreciate friendships even more, you know, because I know when I see him, I might I might actually cry because I haven't seen my boy in a year when I was so used to seeing him almost every. Almost every weekend, <laughs> up to that point, almost every week and every weekend, or knowing I was gonna, knowing I was gonna see him that weekend, probably, no, that following weekend, like I knew something. <laughs> so, uh, when that ha- when you know, when everything happened, and I when we haven't seen him, it just sucks. And I haven't seen a lot of friends for a while, and I hope they're all doing well. But you know, I think it's just, you know, I see it with, I see it in my friend group where we're all growing and there will be times where it seems like they're brushing you off, but honestly, it's just, they're growing and we'll, it's going to become a more, I see you when I see you and it's going to hurt. Of course, you know, <laughs> well, you know, which, you know, what doesn't end. It's all right. You know, I think it's going to be, it's, it's all right though, because I'm going to, it, it might become, I'll see you when when I see you, or it'll become more. It'll become like, hey, we're doing we're doing this. You know, it's just not gonna be as, it won't be as crazy as it was before, and that's all right, cause that's growth, that's life, that's that's family. And I I've I've always just hoped for the best for any for all my friends. Uh, even when I even when I die, I hope that my two worlds that I that I have collide in a way, you know, where uh, most of my friends and family that I have at church will meet the friends that I have outside of church, you know, and we'll all kind of collide and meet each other, you know, and it's not me li- living two separate lives. It's me leading me living one with just a lot of people in it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just hope. I I always hope for the best for the friendships that I have and the friend groups that I've been in that they're, you know, that they are doing well. And I, I just pray that you always keep, they always keep strong. You know, that you will, that they will always keep strong and understand that friendships, they take some, they take sacrifices they do they are annoying they do hurt <laughs> they are dramatic sometimes if not all the time and but it's also they're also understanding and they're they're relevating they're they're really eye opening because you learn so much about yourself when you're in a friendship group and when you have friendships with different people and everything and I, I'm blessed that I that I have so many people to call friends. Even the people who I really haven't, I haven't been around in a while with. I, you know, I hope for the best for them too, and I hope to see them soon. But as you get older, you're gonna lose. Some, I'm gonna you're gonna lose some friends. I know, I'll probably lose some friends, just with just with life. You know, just just with life, it's it, it happens. But hey, 
the whole thing with the whole thing I'm trying to just get across is, you know, re- look around your friend, your friendship circle, look around all your friends and recognize the ones who who truly do love you, who really do care about your well-being and shit and who also you know who who you you're going to put friends in different spots. And I've said it before where you'll have friends who are acquaintances, you'll have friends who are you'll keep you'll keep a cordial with, you know, I mean I I do that with with some with some with some and I do that with few, you know, not so not so much with a lot. Just because it's me. Anybody who knows me, I don't really keep a cordial. I mean, if you know, if we're real, if we're with if 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 we're real with each other, you know, then yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'll keep it real with you and everything. But I, I, but I keep it. Um, I keep it cordial with a couple people. I may not dismiss you or anything, but you know, I had to. I had to reflect on a lot of things these past couple years. So. But I still got love for everybody. I uh, hope for the best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this one. Get, I'm gonna end this one right now because I know you guys are probably tired of hearing hearing me. So <laughs> thank you for everybody for listening. Though it's a little bit of a short episode. It's only thirty thirty six minutes and counting. Um, but hopefully I'll get the whole team back next week. Or I'll try. I'm trying to line up. Some, I'm gonna try to line up somebody to have on next week so i'll see how that goes to see if he wants to come through but uh yeah thank you for listening uh thank you for listening to the whiskey voice podcast uh keep your dicks fat keep your uh vaginas wet and everything uh keep the boat uh follow me at uh follow me at benny goodwood underscore lj follow cal at ovio calvin follow nez at nez world War, something follow uh <laughs> Follow Bams at Hood Pope. That's three O's. Uh, Hood Pope. Ooh, I hope I do. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Um, Hood Pope. It might be Hood Pope 91. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. No, it's not that. He, he was born in 91. <laughs> follow Luis at Luizzo17. He's probably not even online right now, but follow him there. Follow Omatic. Oh, Omatic, who's doing big things at O, at o underscore. At hey underscore it's underscore. Omatic, um, much love to him and Blanca. Much much love to Plum and Mike Day and Tiago. Uh, shout out to Eric and Savi. Shout out to Plum. Alright, say shout out to Plum. <laughs> I I got love for Plum. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Jackie, Dan, Myra, uh, Dariana. Shout out to Bams, um, B, uh, Blanca. Ooh, that was a close one. Uh, shout out to. Uh, Tavi and and Marvy, shout out to everybody who listens to us. Uh, shout out to James who sent me some stuff from Holistic his, uh, Nile Nile Valley Holistic Medicines. Hold up, hold up. Shit. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Had to find it real quick. Uh, Nile Valley Holistic Health. Uh, he, it is, uh, non, it's all not, it's all natural, all natural, non-toxic products and honored, honored that I'm a part of it. Uh, I'll leave a link in, link in the bio when I post this up and I'm going to leave a uh, shout out to Dre. I'm going to leave his link to, I'm going to leave a link to his website for our uh, hoodies and shirts, uh, Dre Hogg. 
Uh, and I would leave, what else am I going to leave under there? I left one more under there the last time, I can't remember. Uh, shout out to Intoxication Conversation. I'll, I'll figure it out later. Uh, intoxication Conversation to Chris and those boys. Uh, we'll see you boys soon, hopefully. Um, shout out to Tim and his girl. Shout out to Audrey. <laughs> shout, out to, uh, shout out to everybody who listens to us. Shout out to Audrey and uh, her girls, Nidra and Joanna and... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, the last words are Jarby and Blake right now. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Danny. Danny. There it is. Danny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, shout out to everybody who listens to us and support. Go support us. Uh, follow us on at the Whiskey Voice Podcast. I'm going to change it, but it's whiskey with just a Y, no E-Y. And, yeah, thank you for everybody listening to me right now. Rant. And, and thank you. Uh, you guys be good. You guys take care and stay safe and stay healthy.